Some of us might be counting the days until we retire, while others might be dreading it. Not knowing what retirement looks like or being afraid of it can keep you from fully experiencing what should be the best time of your life. We know too many people who enter this phase either late, misdirected, or confused, and we're gonna fix that. We're here to help guide you through this time of life so it's filled with happiness, excitement, fulfillment, and a sense of purpose. I'm Mark Rollins. And I'm Jody Rollins, and we're your hosts of this podcast and the couple behind Retirement Transformed. Together, we're changing the way people think about, plan for, and live in retirement. This weekly podcast is adapted from our popular YouTube episodes, where we talk about a wide range of topics that affect people at different stages of their retirement journey. This is everything retirement except financial advice. Make sure to subscribe and let's get going. Every year around this time, Mark and I have always executed our planned giving. And you know, during our careers, I owned my own company. Jody worked for a large company. We both had budgets that we could use corporate dollars to make donations. And matching funds. And matching funds, so it was great. But in our retirement now, we're using a family foundation and we're really excited about that and wanna walk you through what we did and how we do it because it might be something that you'd be interested in. And I think it's important to note that our our philanthropy includes time, talent, and financial support. Yeah. You know, we both volunteer a lot and we have over the years. We both have been service on boards. We've done mission trips to third world countries. We still spend a lot of time mentoring and a lot of time coaching both our family and kids as well as our clients. You know, the, the board service for me during my career was a way in which I could actually lead, learn how to lead better out from under working for my dad and with my brother. So it gave me a chance really to be myself. And we both have so enjoyed all the board service that we did during our career. And now in retirement, it's great because we're thinking of getting back into board service, but really in a different way and in organizations that really mean something to us and in in, in our new communities. You know, it's funny, board service for me was an opportunity to shed all of my corporate constraints and actually apply some of those to some of the boards and some of the nonprofits that needed a little bit more structure. So it helped me get a little unstructured, but also use some of my talents in terms of structure and accountability for the board. Yeah. But today we really want to talk about how our family giving has changed. And the big difference really is that now we include our adult children as part of the giving process. Six of them. (laughs) All six of them. Well, and they're partners too, frankly. Right. So today we're going to walk you through our process and it's just the process that worked for us and we wanted to share it. Yeah. You know, everything that we're going to tell you work for us and we don't give financial advice. We're not financial planners. So before you do what we are telling you we did, you really want to get some some help from your team. Yeah, you definitely want to speak to your financial team, grab your accountant and let them know what your thoughts are. Maybe engage with a single financial planner that can help you and definitely uh, get a lawyer to look over what you're doing. That's not what we're here for. So when we sold my company seven years ago, it certainly was a, it was a, a, a financial transaction. 
And our financial planner at the time said, have you ever thought about setting up a DAR or a donor advised fund? Now, I, we didn't know what that was. We had thoughts of starting a family foundation and you can do that, but it's complicated it because complicated. you need a board of directors, you need accounting, you have to file every year. So this donor advised fund, and you can Google it and find out or talk to your financial planner, we set one of these up and it's part of a community foundation. So the money sits there, but there's this great system, this online platform, for instance, right? Right. There's an online platform that we can send payments from. And on an annual basis, we can add as much as we want in terms of capital to build the donor advised fund. So we have this amount of money set aside in this fund. And on an annual basis, we decide how much we want to give away, how much we need to put back in, because that's when you get your deduction, when you make contributions to it, and who we want to give it to. So really the second part, after we set up the donor advised fund, we had to come up with a plan. We did. We had to develop a plan for giving to determine what organizations were important to us going forward. And that originally started with us, what was important to us, but then we realized we weren't living in the same community that we had done all of our work and all of our philanthropy in. We had moved from lower Westchester County, New York, up to Connecticut, and we were in a new community. And we did some things that are meaningful to us. We donated to the library. We donated to the community fund up here. We wrote a check to somebody, and they were so grateful for us being new the Garden members, Club. The Garden Club. <laughs> it's not a big deal. It wasn't a lot of money, but they're like, oh my goodness, you're the first family that's moved into town and made a donation in the first year. But we love our town. Right. We and we wanted to be impactful. Right. You know, we wanted to make a difference. So in our strategy, we then decided that we were going to look at fewer organizations to be able to give more money and keep it fluid so our cho our choices could change. And, you know, they, they change with time. So whether it's a family illness that we donate to or a disease someone might have or children. We're both really big proponents of giving ch younger children a chance up. So whatever we can do financially to lift up kids, we look for organizations like that. And the other thing, because we spent so many trips in third world countries building homes, we really like to help the material poor, the people that just don't have the same means that we do, but a little bit of effort, we can lift them up a little bit. That's right. That's right. So what's interesting now on our third step of this and the evolution of where we came from after the donor advised fund and then figuring out how to make an impact we now involve our children. Yeah, because and before that, we, you we and I were, were making, making all, all the decisions. decisions. Yeah, and we, we have six adult children and their partners who all have varying degrees of interest in philanthropy. So we, we took it upon ourselves. Last year, we did this for the first time. And between Thanksgiving and Christmas, we emailed the kids a letter and told them about our donor advised fund and said to them that we want to involve them this year. And here's, here's what we asked them to do. So we knew we were getting together for Christmas with everybody, which is rare for actually, yeah. no, um, Jonathan had to zoom in, yes. but five of the six were with us. But we asked them to do some research and to pick a nonprofit of their choice 
mean something to them and present to the rest of the family on Christmas Eve their story. And it was interesting for us. It was a really great way for us to get to know the hearts and minds and souls of these adult children who, obviously, we've been close to our whole lives, but their lives have changed. You know, they've seen struggle or strife in the communities that they live in. You know, five of our six children don't live in the same state as we do. One of them happens to live in the same state as we do, but it's still three hours away with a different community. So we had an opportunity to get an insight on what was important to them, and their presentations were tear-jerking. Now, I'm, I'm, uh, I wanted to set it up so that it was, it was easy and it was clean, and everyone had one page, one piece of paper <laughs> to hand out, and the first one to go was one of our daughters, and she had her laptop with her and said, where's the projector? I said, well, there's no projector. We're at a restaurant. We're having Christmas Eve dinner. This is just for the family. Oh, she had slides and movements. She had a PowerPoint with graphics. Like 12 pages. Yeah. I said one page. Yeah. Anyway, she went first and she broke the first rule, which was we agreed to give each kid $1,000 to the choice of their nonprofit. She said, I picked two. So I want to do 500 each. And we listened to her presentation. And like Jody said, we were in tears. Everybody, Everybody was. was in the tears. The thought that she put into picking this nonprofit, why it meant something to her. Both, and of, the them, background. both of the nonprofits. So we said, uh, well, you've broken the golden rule, but what we're going to do is we're going to give a thousand to each because your presentation was so good. She definitely set the bar high for the other five presentations. Yeah, we said, who wants to go next? You know, we've been blessed with success and we do not take that lightly. And we want to be able to share that. We also want to model legacy for our children so that as they become successful in whatever that means to them in their world, they also model legacy for their children. You know, the expectation is that we will do this every year. And the kids are already asking us, do we get to do it again? And we will. And, you know, it can be the same organization. We'd love to have them do um, something different. But our expectation is that this foundation will survive us. And our children can get involved and our grandchildren as a great way to learn to give back. Absolutely. Right? On an annual and basis. not just give back, but also do research on nonprofits and look at their financials and look at their standing in community and, you know, determine that they're a 501c3, which some of the kids didn't even know what that was right. until this exercise. So it was a learning, growing exercise for them, as well as a heart and mind uh, exercise for their charities. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed this. This was um, very personal. It was from the heart. This is something that we're doing. But if you enjoyed this, share this and like it so that others can see it as well. And finally, join our free Facebook community. The link is also in the notes below. Thank you so much for listening. Wishing you guys a happy holiday and a happy new year. And we look forward to being with you again soon. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Jody and I started Retirement Transformed after we both left successful careers. We were surprised by the lack of information surrounding retirement other than typical financial advice. There was no roadmap to guide us in any way. We knew we wanted to reinvent the meaning of retirement. We wanted more out of this next phase of life. And so we started researching, experiencing, and ultimately began this Retirement Transform movement 
to help you also live your best retirement life. Thousands of people have already joined this movement and they've expressed to us how they also want to change the expectation of what it means to be retired. We're living longer than ever before. People are retiring earlier. So this retirement phase of life is the longest it's ever been. And our generation and the individuals who are nearing retirement are more active and engaged than ever. We're starting new businesses in retirement. We're traveling the world, learning new hobbies, and changing our habits and routines to allow for a more healthy and fulfilling lifestyle. This is what the Retirement Transform podcast is all about. If you like our podcast, please subscribe to be notified of our latest episodes and share it with your friends. Follow us on YouTube where we release new episodes every Wednesday at 4 p.m. You can also find us on Instagram at Retirement Transformed, on Facebook, and on our website, retirementtransformed.com. Thank you for listening. 